You're listening to Real Estate Grad School's Income Breakthrough Podcast. Real estate agents, this is for you. There's a way to add $50,000 or more to your income in the next 12 months and then do it again the following 12 months, creating the income you imagine. Over the past 21 years, I've developed the systems and habits that lead real estate agents to achieve this income breakthrough. If you listen to these episodes and implement this material, you will achieve your income breakthrough. I'm Rich Levin, Master Coach, CEO and Founder of Real Estate Grad School. Let's get started. I'm recording this at a particular time. I'm recording this as we are emerging from this coronavirus era. And there have been, we could categorize agents into two parts, two groups. One group who has continued to, even early in the coronavirus era when we were all afraid that you know, we could catch it very easily, we weren't sure how it was gonna work. We were, we were, um, there were agents that were reaching out to their past clients, touching base, seeing how they were doing, showing more concern for them than for themselves, so to speak, just in, in phone conversations and text conversations. Then more agents started doing Zoom. The point is there were some agents, regardless if they were in the entrenched deeply in Louisiana or New York and, 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 and where the virus was really spreading, um, or if they were in places that had very little virus problems uh, at that time, Agents kept, the agents that kept working, kept being in touch with their clients, kept following the advice that we've been giving them, those agents now, as we emerge from this virus era about a month and a half or two months later, are agents who are all of a sudden realizing they've got momentum, that they're seeing other agents around them that were more high, in more of a hibernation mode, didn't have. So those agents are experiencing something. Some of you, perhaps all of you, those of you that were, um, that we're still actively working, even if it was just being in touch with all of your past clients and the people who you care about and the people that care about you, those of you who are still working through that are noticing that, you're, that, that a hot market is emerging. Exactly the market that we predicted is emerging, where there are more and more buyers. Buyers, imagine, it's, it's spring, man, it's March, it's April. Buyers are coming out of the woodwork. Buyers who have been waiting all winter to buy now, all of a sudden, we're stalled. Okay, no buying, we're done. And more buyers, more buyers, more buyers for a month, two months. All those buyers now are feeling more and more of a sense, depending on where you are in the country, more and more of a sense of getting out and getting, to, getting back into the market looking for houses. However, sellers who are planning to put their houses on the market in March or April, except for the very most eager, they're still sitting back and sort of waiting because they've got a place to live. It's not that they have to be that eager. So the point is, far more buyers are coming onto the market than sellers who are putting their houses on the market. Therefore, we have a very strong seller's market that when a house comes on the market, there can be a lot of buyers for it. So one of the strategies we're teaching our clients here at Real Estate Grad School is to send something we call property need letters. Property need letters, which is not just I have, I have a buyer for your house letter, but it's a specific letter of I have, there's a buyer that lives over here that wants to move specifically into your neighborhood. They want to move to your neighborhood because of such and such. They're looking for such and such. They've been highly qualified. There are very few houses on the market in this post-virus era. Many agents, if they've cleared this with their buyer, are saying they realize they may need to pay a premium for the house. If you are thinking of selling or you know someone in the neighborhood who is, please, I'd love, can you help these people who want to move from over here into your neighborhood find a home. 
So those letters are working extraordinarily well, and we've got a good template for those, for the people who work with us here at Real Estate Grad School. But I want to talk to just anybody who is working consistently through that, through the virus era. It, that you are noticing this emerging market. You've got buyers calling you. The people you've been talking to are referring you to people, and you can feel a hot market emerging. The other thing we said was going to happen, there was very unlikely to be a drop in prices because we anticipated this market. And in fact, in most markets, perhaps all markets around the country, we are seeing virtually no drop in values, quite the opposite. We're seeing a press for, for higher prices because the demand is so high and the supply is so low. Why are there people qualified when so many people have lost their jobs? Because so much money was poured into their pockets. There are people who continue to get paid and still receive money from the government stimulus package. So all this contributes to this hot market. So what's the point? The point is the only thing that's going to stop you from having another great year and setting the stage for a continuous income breakthrough year after year is your mindset. It's just your mindset. So as you are, as you are showing up, working. Now we teach our clients to spend 10 minutes planning at the beginning of each workday. 10 minutes planning and we have a thing called the income breakthrough checklist. I'll be happy to send you an abbreviated version of it if you want. Just contact us and ask for the income breakthrough checklist. They follow the checklist, 10 minutes of planning, and then one hour or more working in the same place. So if you're sitting in your home office or your company office doing your 10 minutes of planning, you stay in the very same place and you work for an hour on what you planned. As a matter of fact, you don't even get up for coffee. You finish your 10 minutes of planning. It's very important not to interrupt the rhythm. So stay right there and get right to work on the phone calls you were planning to make and the marketing you were planning to work on, the prospecting you were planning to do, and all the things you were planning during that 10 minutes of planning. 10 minutes of planning, then without moving, at least spend 20 minutes getting started. If you want to go get coffee, wait 20 minutes. Get into the rhythm of your work. Then go get coffee quickly. Come back and spe finish spending at least an hour on those things that you can do in your office to help move that plan forward. And you will find there's easily an hour worth of work following up on your pendings, following up on your listings, contacting people for negotiations, texting, reviewing your emails, etc. But emails are low on the list. That's a, a different conversation. So as you show up with some consistency to your 10 minutes of planning and you stick around um, and you've been listening to these podcasts, you've been listening to our work, you start to realize that the advice you're getting from other agents just in conversations, from other trainers and coaches, from other webinars, from other Zoom meetings, some of it's very good and some of it you question. I want you to learn this thought. You could write it down. As a matter of fact, it's an affirmation. Write this down. I completely trust my own judgment. I completely trust my own judgment. So if, you are, are, if you're following some advice we've given you or other coaches have given you, but particularly our coaching clients, um, and they listen to somebody else and they go, man, that's not quite right. Trust your own judgment. It's more likely that you are correct in what you're thinking, and they may be just flat out wrong, they have an idea, but it's never been tested, or it's worked for some agents, but it's not a universal idea, it doesn't necessarily work for you, trust your own judgment. But what if you're wrong, right? What if you're wrong? It's better for you to trust your own judgment and realize you're wrong, than question your judgment and not know whether you're wrong or not. I used to play the clarinet in band in high school, 
Never picked up a clarinet after 10th or 11th grade, but I used to play, and, and the, the band leader, his name was Dr. Snook, S-N-O-O-K. Not a, not, a, not a name that's easy to make fun of. And he used to say to me, Rich, honk it out, man. If you're gonna make a mistake, don't make it quietly so I can't figure out where it's coming from. Honk it out, be bold. I know you didn't practice, okay? I know you're gonna make mistakes. Honk it out. That's why you're in the third seat. You know, so I learned from him to be bold. Not to be, he wasn't criticizing me. You know, he said, you know, I love you in band. You know, keep showing up. I'd love you to practice, but don't be shy because shy doesn't work. So in this case also, don't make a decision. Decide this, this is going to work, not going to work. This is a good opinion, a bad opinion. Don't be afraid to be bold and trust your own judgment because it's better to trust your own judgment than to be in, in um, confusion. All right. So as you engage those things, you're going to realize that you can trust your judgment. And the more you trust your judgment, the stronger you'll get. So some of you, perhaps all of you who've been working through this virus era, and now as we're emerging from it, you're realizing that this could be a very good year. And the only thing in your way, and this is the point of today's podcast and today's um, video, the only thing that will get in your way is your own mindset. The only thing that will get in your way is your own mindset. And, and what you want to do is you want to keep working on strengthening your mindset. And here's what you watch for. Rabidly. Now, let's see what rabidly means. Rabidly is like rabies. It's like a disease. It's like you meet somebody who says, I have the coronavirus. You're going to stay the heck away from them. Rabidly. Stay away from all self-criticism. Self-criticism is poison. Self-criticism is disease to your success. I'll repeat that. Self-criticism is poison. Self-criticism is disease to your success. So watch, but it's all familiar. It's like close to your heart. You know, you, oh, I'm so stupid. I'd never say that. As a matter of fact, when my children would say that, my children could punch each other in the cheek, okay? I mean, they could punch each other in the face, and I would ask them, what are you guys fighting about? Calmly. Okay, but if I heard one of them call the other stupid, I went crazy. I said, I don't want you to say that about your brother or your sister, and I certainly don't want you to hear you say that about yourself. Avoid self-criticism. It's always fun. You know, if we were at the, the kitchen, the dining room table, and one of them would knock over a glass, and the glass would break, and water or juice would spill all over the table, they would say, that's strange. I never do things like that. <laughs> Instead of saying how stupid of me, I'm clumsy, etc., we, we had fun in our household avoiding self-criticism. So if you want to continue to have the breakthrough, if you want to take that feeling you have that you're capable of so much more and, and, and fertilize it and grow it and expand it, you want to rapidly avoid self-criticism, even though the self-criticism is so familiar. So you catch that self-criticism and you reverse it. Those thoughts will show up. They're, they've been with us our whole lives. You know, I can't get it done. I'm disorganized. I'm so stupid. I'm so clumsy. There's, some of those things have been with us our whole lives, and we know them. We're familiar. We know that as we start momentum, we start feeling better, those, those, those thoughts, those, that self-criticism shows up. But you may never have noticed as clearly before that it really dampens your success, slows you down. So I want you to take every single one of those moments when those self-criticism come in your mind, and they're more likely to come when you're on the road to winning. And I want you to just defeat it. I want you to just laugh and say, that's not me. So I want you to say, 
I want you to say to yourself, you know, I'm not clumsy, okay? I've always said I am, but I'm not. I'm not stupid. I've said that to myself, but that was a big mistake. I want you to literally interrupt, pattern interrupt, interrupt that thought and replace it with a positive thought. And if you give into it, I want you to just correct it. You give into it. You hear yourself say it, and then you go, oh my God, I'm so stupid for saying it. I'm so again, stop. You're gonna give into it. When you give into it, laugh, say, there it is again, man. This is like a, an old habit. I and I just need to get rid of. It's like an old piece of clothing, it has a little has a little hole in it. You just need to get rid of it finally. You just need to get rid of those old habits, but they're going to keep showing up. You're going to leave it in your closet and even wear it one day. Those, those old habits will show up like an old familiar piece of clothing. If you give into it, no problem. Just correct it and keep working on it. Sometimes it takes months, sometimes years, to get rid of those old habits and those old sayings. So I want you to really understand you have knowledge, you have experience, You've been doing the right things, and if you, even if you haven't been doing them all, if you've been in touch with your past clients, if you've been in touch with people, you've been reaching out, you've been not just showing up listening to, to Zoom podcasts, not just learning, not just taking it in, but you've been taking action on it also, and you're learning new things and you're taking action on it, you're on the path to success. So I want you to begin to start every day with 10 minutes of planning. I want you to follow that with an hour of work on your plan. If you'd like our an abbreviated form of our income breakthrough checklist, just contact us and we'll be happy to send that to you. And you're welcome to drop in. Every Monday we do an open 15-minute webinar that we do every morning. You're welcome to drop in on those or just call us and we'll talk to you about how to ensure that you take this momentum, these good feelings that you're feeling, this market that you're seeing emerging and take complete advantage of it that this, so that despite the coronavirus era, despite having a month or two, maybe another month or two, you're still going to have one of your best years ever. You're going to realize the potential you can tap into is remarkable. You're going to have a great year to finish off 2020, and we're only in May. And you're going to have a 2021 with a market strong that is going to be the year that you, you, you know you'll always refer back to as your breakthrough and breakout year. So with that, I want you all to just practice these things. I want you to show up for 10 minutes of planning. I want you to spend at least an hour working on your plan. I want you to rapidly avoid self-criticism so that you have a completely optimistic attitude about your business and then keep learning, keep growing, and keep working. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Grad School's Income Breakthrough Podcast with me, Rich Levin. Subscribe to this podcast. Keep implementing these systems and habits and you will achieve income breakthrough. To get access to the best self-accountability system in real estate, email me at rich at regradschool.com. That's R-I-C-H at R-E-G-R-A-D-S-C-H-O-O-L.com to sign up or visit realestategradschool.com to learn more.